Hey, my name is Natasha Jung, and I'm your host for the Pearls of Wisdom podcast on Cold Tea Collective, where we share stories from Asian influencers and creators. Cold Tea Collective is a storytelling platform for, by, and about Asian millennials. Be sure to check out our website at coldteacollective.com for other in-depth interviews and stories for us by us. In this episode, we sit down with Vietnamese-Canadian YouTuber Linda Dong, also known as Linda D. We talk about her YouTube career, her favorite production, and it's honestly not what you think, as well as the people she has in mind when she's writing her latest song, skit, or meme. Check it out. Hey, I'm Natasha Jung from Cold Tea Collective, and we're sitting down with YouTuber and meme queen, meme queen, pardon me. That's, that's tough to say, like, is, quickly, yeah. yeah. You may know her as Linda D., or actually Linda Dong, known for her hilarious skits, shorts, and even some more introspective films and music. Linda is a Vietnamese Canadian content creator. Welcome to the Pearls of Wisdom podcast, Linda. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. Oh, yes. You know what? It's uh, It's been a long time coming, I got to say. Like, we've known each other for a, a number of years now. And um, so I'm like super excited to actually like sit down with you more formally and share a little bit more about your story because certainly we see a lot of your work online and on our phones. But I want to know like the real Linda. Like, <laughs> like, get deep down. Like, tell me like your deepest, darkest fears. And well... That's the first question. Just, I thought it opened it really strong. Yeah, I'm just really dark, actually. I'm really, it's actually really emo. I'm just kidding. No, um, uh, deepest, darkest secret. Um, I, I'm scared of heights. Whoa. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, so does that apply to, like, um, like in, in buildings or, like, if you're outdoors or, like, it's Maybe just... buildings. Like, if I'm too high up, my legs quiver and I can't do roller coasters. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Well, hopefully, no one ever makes you do those things because that would be terrifying. Yeah, that would be. But that being said, I mean, I think you know, despite you know the the fear of heights, you do a lot of things that in your content that I think a lot of other people might be afraid of doing. Like you put yourself out there and you make it funny, you make it relatable, you create a way for people to think about themselves and how they care themselves and and the people around them too. So, and you've been doing that for how long now? Oh, I feel like really seriously, probably the past four years. I feel like the first two years that I started, I was kind of more like testing it out. I wasn't really sure, um, but seriously, four years, I would say. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And in that time, how has the process of content creation uh, changed from then until now? Oh, everything is so different <laughs> now. Everything is so different. Like, I remember the first time starting YouTube, it, it was kind of like, I guess, the time of like when Wong Fu started, Ryan Higa and Kev Jump, but everyone's doing making skits mm-hmm. and then like skit vlogs. And then now I feel like as the times are changing, everyone's doing like so many different things, like more vlog style, lifestyle, more candid things. And so it's think it's just really different and unboxing toys and things like it's like like the content is so different now yeah yeah but it's it's cool yeah and so for you like to I guess transition through all these different changes what has been um, I guess maybe the most fun for you in terms of the type of content that you've been able to create the last four years oh I think making just bigger projects as in like having a bigger crew and production team and I think that's been really fun for me just to pull people from places and just make a skit and make a story yeah. yeah and do you have a favorite that you've done I mean other than you yeah. know the ones that are most popular on your channel do you have a, yeah. do you have a favorite I do like the one I, I wasn't even I was like I wasn't there in LA but I had um Asian uh, the Asian bachelor 
So I mm -hmm. had uh, all my friends to be in it. And I think that was the most fun because I felt like the script was really funny. Also, everyone did such a great job. So it was pretty, I thought it was a pretty good, good video and it turned out well, so I'm happy. Yeah. And, and that's the cool thing too, because I, you were writing and producing that one, is that right? Mm -hmm. Or Yeah, I was in Vancouver, and but then everything was shot in LA. Okay, got yeah. it, got it, yeah. Um, and that's a cool thing too, because you're not just, you know, on camera, but you're actually helping other content creators produce stuff together mm -hmm. as well, even remotely. Um, mm -hmm. I think uh, very early on, um, what was really cool about seeing your kind of rise and kind of your um, progression in, in your your work is being able to see you, you know, actually be able to work exactly with like Wang Fu and those and those folks down in LA. What do you have to say about you know building those connections? Like, how did you first get connected with everyone and? Yeah. And how has that kind of helped you in your career? Mm -hmm. I think with that, it started off with me kind of like making videos. And I think they kind of saw my channel because I did a video that they, like a parody off of their video. So ah. I think that's how it kind of started, um, I guess, with my audience kind of translating with their audience a bit. Mm -hmm. And then I went to LA and then um, I think it's just kind of like mutual friends because we're all like kind of creators. We all kind of in like a lot of the events, like everyone's in the same area. Mm -hmm. So I think that's how I was kind of like met everybody, mm -hmm. which was pretty crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was pretty, I remember being very like starstruck when I met like the Wong Fu guys. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God, like yeah. I watch you all the time. Oh my God. Yeah. So it was really exciting. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure, you know, people did say the same about you. <laughs> so when, okay, here's the thing. So I got to admit, um, when, <clears throat> When I say that, oh, like like Linda Dong, they'd be like, I'm like the YouTuber, like oh, li like Linda. Yeah. Like, How do you say your channel name? Yeah. Do you do people like ask you about that at all? Yeah, everyone like, always gets confused. It's like Linda. Linda, yeah, yeah. yeah okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. I was just like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. So you know, here you have it, folks. Like you, ha you heard it from her yourself. It's it's Linda. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just Linda. Yeah. Yeah. People call me Lena sometimes, and I'm like, no, it's Linda with a D. <laughs> with, with a D, yeah, there's definitely a D in there, yeah. 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 <laughs> you know, understanding that you work in, you know, all parts of the production process, um, what, what part of it is the most, I guess, enjoyable for you? Oh, I guess the kind of from production, like writing to like acting and having it out. I feel like, well, I would say, I would say the most stressful part is acting on set is really stressful for me because I'm I have like so many things in mind like the direction and just like timing and everything mm -hmm. is just like how it's going to piece together is stressful so I would say the most enjoyable is like when it's out <laughs> and I'm like it's done it's completed I get to see kind of the vision that I had from mm -hmm. scratch and seeing it out that's the most enjoyable for me mm -hmm. but also like when I am on set it is really fun to like meet everybody and just like talk and stuff so that's pretty cool too mm -hmm. but I do feel like the finished product is what I'm most happiest about yeah, yeah. it's like it's and then it, it and it's uh, on to the next one how many yeah. projects are you typically working on at once well before I would be like what like two videos a week mm -hmm. and I'll be editing it myself which was like mm. super stressful but now it's um I've been slowing down so I try to do like once every like two weeks now mm -hmm. which is kind of slow still I definitely want to have a more of a more quicker turnaround, but mm -hmm. now I definitely want to like take more time writing. So that's mm -hmm. why it's taking a little longer than before. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, the, the writing makes a huge difference mm -hmm. in being able to, you know, create a story that the others can connect with. When it comes to writing, like how would you describe your style? Ooh, kind of like 
awkward gr- millennial girl. <laughs> I feel like it's the right vibe. Yeah. yeah, just kind of a millennial girl trying to like live life, trying mm-hmm. to figure out her what to do and stuff. Mm-hmm. Is that based on your your life, maybe? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I can get awkward sometimes, so it's just like so. Yeah, it's basically everything I write is based on my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know, in in doing that and going through not only living through that experience but also writing about it, what have you learned about yourself? Mm-hmm. I think I just learned I was I could be like really awkward sometimes. Mm-hmm. So what I've learned. Um, also, I guess what I've learned by writing is like it's de- it's kind of like a therapy, like writing for me. Mm-hmm. Like when I'm going through something, like a breakup, and then I write about it, and then it makes me feel better because like I put out everything I wanted to say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think like that's what I learned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> yeah, no, that that definitely makes a lot of sense. So a lot of your videos are quite hilarious, and sometimes, um, as I mentioned earlier, you do some more introspective pieces about maybe identity, self-image, mm-hmm. confidence, and of course relationships. Mm-hmm. Is there a particular topic that you've wanted to, t- to touch upon in your videos, but maybe you haven't had a chance, or that you found really challenging to talk about or write about? Ooh. I feel like I might have write everything um, that I kind of wanted to do. But um, I think being like self-confidence and like body positive image, I've touched base that on my channel, but that's something that I like, I like to kind of more expand on. Mm-hmm. But it's a very touchy subject and like mm-hmm. trying to produce that content, you have to like make it right and not like affect, not trying to offend anybody and stuff. So I feel like I would like to push more of that content of just like body, body positivity, but it mm-hmm. could go sideways if you don't do it correctly. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's definitely a challenge. Um, who are the, the audience that you like kind of have in mind when you consider like who you need to be sensitive about or maybe even more representative for mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're talking about that? I feel like mainly like high school girls because mm-hmm. like when I was in high school, I was dealing with a lot of like comparisons because I think it's like high school. It's like mm-hmm. you're literally in a place where you see everyone every single day and like, yeah. you know, there's the popular girls and stuff and it's just like you kind of want to be like them and it's like... So I feel like when I make that type of content, it's kind of like talking to my younger self. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I wish I knew when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, what were you like in high school? Oh, I was like, I'm, I'm definitely more outgoing now. But like, <laughs> I was really shy. I was shy, but I enjoyed going to like theater and like mm-hmm. joining like dance classes and stuff. So I was like out there, but also really like quiet. Mm-hmm. But I like to be silly. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I like, I feel like a, like a theater geek, but like, I don't know, shy sometimes <laughs> when it comes to interacting with people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's how I was like, yeah, that's how yeah, I was no, like no, in high school. Yeah. yeah. You mentioned it's kind of like you're doing it for like your, your younger self. Mm-hmm. Is there a piece of advice you would give to perhaps your 16-year-old self? Oh, I think to stand up for myself more. I think a lot of things uh, growing up, like having think going through peer pressure and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of things I like catered into where I didn't need to. For example, it's just like trying to be like the popular girls and like buying certain things just to fit in or mm-hmm. trying to look cool. It's like, I did not need to do that. Like mm-hmm. that isn't such a waste of money. <laughs> like yeah. there's a lot of like, I guess trying to flex, but it's like realizing there's no reason to. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, just like, that's what I would tell my younger self. Mm-hmm. Don't fake flex. No <laughs> like, fake flexors. Study, study hard in school and don't chase boys. <laughs> <laughs> basically it. yes the three cardinal rules of uh living a living a living your best life right yeah yeah, yeah don't chase boys <laughs> speaking of of relationships we had um a couple of questions on instagram uh, so thank you for sharing our question for 
asking for questions <laughs> uh, for your audience and, and your fans. Yeah, don't just try to like do things for guys. Uh, but we had a question from <laughs> an Austin Co. Uh, Austin Co. Eleven six eleven on Instagram. What is your ad- ideal type of guy? Oh my god! <laughs> I know you get this um, a lot, but you know oh the, this. This is what people are interested in. <laughs> I'm so jaded. <laughs> I don't like dating anymore. But I feel like yeah, the type of guy that I like, of course, has to be um, goal oriented, ambitious, like someone who is chasing something or has accomplished something. I feel like that's really attractive because that's what I want to do. Um, someone who's just genuinely like just a good person, like someone who's nice to everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, someone who's funny, who's really chill. I think that's, those are like my characteristics. Also, mm-hmm. like family oriented. Someone who's just mm-hmm. like, which goes along with being generally nice. Just like someone who's just like, like a good person. Like I wouldn't have to doubt, like mm-hmm. what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, and it's just like, having yeah. that trust and like that peace of mind, and just knowing that you know, they're they've got their eyes on the prize, right? And yeah. Yeah. And just someone who's people. like. Well mannered, you know, just like someone you would bring home to your mom. Like, yes. you know what I mean? Like, just a yes. good person. That's yeah. right. Austin, are you that person? No, I'm just kidding. A <laughs> uh, question from Jenny Trong is Will you be making a video about how you met your boyfriend? Oh, well, I'm single now, so uh, well, I don't know which oh, boyfriend dang. they're talking about. <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, so uh, but future I, boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> future boyfriend. Oh, my gosh. I can't even think. Like, I just got out of a relationship, so mm. I can't even think of like future, but. Uh, I am writing like a, I guess in the works, like a short film right now. So yes, all my past Ooh. boyfriends will be in that one. So yeah, I am writing about them. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, we have something to look forward to. I mean, if you don't mind me asking, like around like the dating um, side of things, you know, like wh- what have been some kind of like things that you learned about yourself when it comes to dating? And, you know, you come off as a very like independent person. Um, and of course, you got a lot of, a lot going on for you. So mm always curious to know like through relationships what what can we learn about ourselves and what have you learned about yourself and your relationships previously mm-hmm. I think trying to keep that balance is mm-hmm. something that I realize I don't know if I can do like at this moment in time of my life mm-hmm. I realize that and that's mm-hmm. why I'm single um, <laughs> like, <laughs> I realized that whenever I was in a relationship I tried to like be for that person 100% but also I wanted to I'm like in love with my work too so mm-hmm. it's like really hard to separate that mm-hmm. and then I guess that's what I learned is like I can't do both right now at this point in my life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so that's what I learned yeah. yeah and it's important to be like honest with yourself about mm-hmm. that right yeah um, and, and it's also mm-hmm. not fair too if like I'm juggling so many things and mm-hmm. uh, yeah mm-hmm. oh definitely I agree um you know you want to be it's you know you're, you're very focused on your work and and and, and what you're doing um what are some of your goals and things you want to accomplish when it comes to your career? Yeah, well, I think for me, uh, I think it's a new step is like, uh, I just got an agent recently, so going into acting. Like, I think the end goal for me was always I wanted to be on TV or movies or mm-hmm. like make short films and stuff. And so that's that's where I definitely want to like have my dreams. Like, I want to be on a TV show. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. What kind of characters do you see yourself playing or would you want to play? I would like to play myself or like just a really like deadpan, awkward punk girl. Ooh, just nice. a really like <laughs> chill, like black lipstick, like yeah. super like, just like odd would be a character I would love to play. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be fun. And um, what kind of shows are you watching right now? Ooh, um, 
I was watching one on Netflix, but it was kind of an older one. It was uh, Aziz Azari, Master of None. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really like that one. Uh, I'm kind of love watching Disney Plus. So oh, yeah. The Mandalorian. Yes, that's right. Yeah. That's about it. Did Everything you subscribe else? the whole way or did you just get the trial? Um, well, uh, my sister's husband was very generous to giving me his password. Oh, so good. I'm, yeah. using his, I'm using his account. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. That's great. Yeah. It's honestly, there's just like so much stuff to keep up with. It's, it's really hard to, or like, you know, if you get into a series, you have to like finish it or you, you know what I mean? Mm. It's just definitely, you know, Master Nun is a great show. Um, yeah. I have not yet seen the Mandalorian, but hopefully right. I'll get a chance to, to watch it. So. If you like cute things, man, baby Yoda. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> my heart is so cute. Oh. Yeah. Will baby yeah. Yoda be making an appearance in any of your videos? Uh. <laughs> As a meme, maybe. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we have a question from our friends from ACN New York City. Um, you talked about balance um, between your your work and relationships, but how do you find time to balance across creating content for YouTube as well as other social media channels? Oh, um, like how do you would you prioritize or like how does like are you focused more on one channel versus another? Yeah, I think right now. I'm, focus a lot on Instagram, I like making memes. Mm -hmm. And so I guess I kind of try to do everything, um, put an hour into each thing. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what does that step-by-step -step look like? I think for, yeah, I think every day I try to like, I think of like a meme for Instagram and then I would post it or, or just not. And then I would write on YouTube. So I kind of mm -hmm. like split my days, mm -hmm. trying to focus like, okay, I'm gonna do this in the next, like an hour I'll do this or something mm -hmm. yeah what's the um I know that you, so you and I have gone to like coffee shops a couple times together yeah. just to try to like you know get right. stuff done what's your like ideal kind of like work environment and what do you usually order at mm -hmm. these shops oh I, I like ice lattes Ooh. like an upside down ice latte what's so that's that? kind of like a they would put milk first and then coffee over Oh, interesting. Yeah, so how does that change like, the kind of a? I'm I'm really strange. So I just I like to, like I like to drink it. I like drinking milk and then coffee. It gets mixed in all together eventually, but yeah. I like it when it's a little bit separated at first. You know how like the Instagram effect is like this pretty like half and half. Yeah, it's really hard to explain at Starbucks because I'm like, can I'm like, can you separate the coffee? And they're just like, what do you mean? You put it in anyways. I'm like, no, but it gets separated. Like, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's, like, it's called upside down latte or an affogato. Like it's, there's a couple ways to say it, but mm. that's what I like to get at coffee mm. shops. Yeah. Got it. <laughs> so it's not just for the gram, it's for the taste. Yeah. I don't know. I like, yeah, it's a weird way of drinking things, but yeah, it's not like it. <laughs> I love it. You know, it's one of those things like, if you're a creative, like you can't really question like your, your life choices. I, I feel mm. in the sense of like, you know, you know what? That's just, that's her thing. Yeah. I respect that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'm mean, definitely going to have to try that now. And whoever's listening to this will definitely have to try it now and maybe just tag Linda in it and let, let us know what you think, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should try it. It's just, I don't know, it's just different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to go back a little bit more to some of the content you create. So um, I think something that I noticed very early on in, in your work is that you work with a lot of different people. So like different ethnicities, like body types, walks of life. What does diversity mean and look like to you? I guess people who are from different cultures and I guess some, yeah, someone, like it's like people that are like, I guess different from like my culture, I guess is like mm -hmm. diversity. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How would you define, <laughs> how would you define what, what your culture is? 
Ooh, I feel like I'm like kind of a bit mixed because I was born and raised in Canada, but I'm also Vietnamese. So I have like two cultures mm -hmm. basically. And now like, I feel like I'm a hybrid of those mm -hmm. two. And so that's kind of, but I, yeah, I definitely identify myself as like a Vietnamese Canadian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's cool. That's good. You know, I, I had a conversation previously with someone around like, you know, do you identify as like a Chinese Canadian or how do you, you know, some people are pretty specific with how, especially, um, when it comes to their nationality or ethnicity, like how they identify. But this this person that I, I was speaking with said, you know what, I just like to say I'm, I'm like Canadian or something, right? Yeah. And it's because for them, they want to fight this stereotype of what being Canadian means. Mm -hmm. And so it's, I think maybe for you, like I, I want to know, um, what does it mean to be Canadian? I guess, I feel like Canada, um, it's pretty different from a lot of countries where they're very open. We live in a place where so many different cultures are all here and mm -hmm. are accepted. Mm -hmm. I feel like in a lot of other countries, it's not. And mm -hmm. so I feel like to be Canadian is just to be accept accepting of everybody mm -hmm. and just be in community. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like everyone just vibes with everybody type of mentality, mm -hmm. I feel like. Just to be nice, you know, yeah. <laughs> the stereotype, just to be nice and just like, we're all people, like we're just all living in one country, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So your videos, uh, I think, especially even the, like the, the, I think they're popular for a reason because I think it, you know, people can get a really good laugh out of it. Mm -hmm. um, so a lot of your videos address like stereotypes, like, you know, the five types of like people you meet in like a certain situation, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. um, so, I mean, you're poking fun at people that we see in real life and oftentimes you poke fun of yourself as well, which yeah. is like is honestly like, it's a great way to just be like, ha ha ha, we can all laugh together. Yeah. Um, but now I think there's a lot more conversation around, for example, sensitivities around perhaps like stereotyping or categorizing groups of people and how that may be more harmful than helpful. Mm -hmm. So for example, maybe like roles in TV or film, especially like, you know, actors that we've um, like interviewed previously, they are wanting to see more roles written for Asian characters being multi-dimensional human mm -hmm. beings. Mm -hmm. um, where do you see the role of content creators heading to either help or hinder the progress of representation in media? I guess, like the, every, I feel like now the topics are becoming universal topics. Like before, like I feel like Asian representation has always been like very stereotyped, but now I feel like the stories are slowly like you don't have to be the stereotype to be a character type of thing. Like mm -hmm. you don't have to be like that nerdy Asian guy. But I feel like now it's just like, oh, he can be the love interest, you know? It's mm -hmm. like, I feel like we are moving towards that. There are still a little bit of stereotyping, but um, I think it's, I think Crazy Rich Asians did open that door mm -hmm. just in general of like a universal, universal story of a guy meets a girl in a university mm -hmm. and they're gonna meet their parents. Like that's something that's like, it is very Asian, like I feel like the context of like what's inside, but I feel mm -hmm. like overall it's a, it's getting there. <laughs> yeah, it's mm -hmm. universal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Um, what advice would you give to aspiring content creators? I feel like how I see it is if you love it so much, then you'll keep going. It's like a relationship, right? Mm -hmm. If you love somebody, you're going to keep continuing. If you don't, then you're going to break up. So like mm -hmm. if you, if it's hard, if it's that bad, then maybe try something else, but keep going if you think it's going to work. And it's mm -hmm. like, there's no, I feel like what a lot of people ask me for like um, advice for YouTube and stuff. And I see it as like, if you, if you like try it and then like, if it doesn't work out or whatever, then like, like try something new. But if it's like going well and you're getting good responses, then keep going. So mm -hmm. 
yeah, I guess just like it's just like that. It's just reading mm-hmm. how it is right now, and mm-hmm. yeah, to keep going and like yeah. just rem- always remember why you started. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. <laughs> why did you start? Um, well, I've always had a passion in writing and like like acting and just having ideas come to life and all that stuff. So that's yeah, basically why I started. And also like not being able like back then like. Four years ago, there's like rarely any Asians on TV, so mm-hmm. I kind of wanted to like break that stereotype and like mm-hmm. be a be a voice of sharing my stories and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, a question from Christina Fan on Instagram is: If YouTube wasn't a career path, and so mm-hmm. for example, if people weren't responding in a you know like in showing you proof that you know they mm-hmm. want what you're making, yeah. um, what would you see yourself doing as an alternate career? A uh, casting director. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's very specific. Wish I was actually doing a little bit oh. when I was doing YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to casting directing, and so I was basically like looking through submissions and auditions, mm-hmm. and just kind of casting people for TV. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So that's why. Yeah, I was doing that. I didn't yeah. tell anybody because that was just like a side side hustle yeah. <laughs> that I did. And yeah. but yeah, I'll be a casting director. Like 100%. Like that's, that's so cool. Yeah. And that I guess alternatively is another way to like make sure that you get, you know, diverse characters and people on Ooh. screen. And you still have technically, of course, like did that for your, you do that for your videos as well. You're like, choose yeah. who's going to be in the cast, right? Yeah. And yeah. that's wonderful. Um, yeah. Great. Well, I'm going to ask you a couple of rapid fire questions here for fun. <laughs> so just like, don't think too much about it. Um, and just whatever first comes to your mind. All right. Blue. Just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. How did you know? Oh my goodness. Okay. Is it a favorite color? Oh, oh, uh, oh man, she got me. Okay, game over. I lose, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Alrighty. Rapid fire questions with Linda Dong. Okay, I'll think fast. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather be the world's best dancer or best singer? Singer. Who was the person you were most inspired by? Ryan Higa. <laughs> Your favorite movie plot you wish were true for you in real life? <laughs> she like opened her, <laughs> she like opened her eyes so wide. Like, I was trying to think. I'm like, uh, so I'm trying to think of like a superhero movie. All I can think of is Crazy Rich Asians. Um, Which part of it though? Uh, that would be mine. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the life of um, one of the characters. She's so like um, stoic. What is? Jenna and Chan, her character. Oh, Jenna like, Chan. Oh, yeah, oh, but yeah, I feel like her it. story where her husband and all that stuff, maybe not that life, but I feel like who she is, I would like to be like her. <laughs> so, yeah, that is the most Okay, plot, cool, kind of. cool. Because yeah. I was like, there's so much to unpack there. What part a of Cinderella it? A Cinderella story? Is that a good one too? Where she finds love? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But then very abused by her. Yeah, her parents. Yeah, oh, her step family. Yeah, there's always like a good and a bad behind that, I guess, yeah. right? I guess mm-hmm. Pokemon where Ash caught Pikachu? I don't know. I'm trying to think of something good. Would you be Ash or Pikachu? I would be Ash catching Pikachu. (laughs) There you go. Excellent. Um, And uh, final question is part of the rapid fire questions is hot tea or cold tea? Oh, cold tea. Got you. Got you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, just to wrap it up, is there anything else you wanted to share or do you want to tell us about any other upcoming projects like maybe that that film you're talking about? Yeah. um, Trying to make a short film. Mm -hmm. I think it's probably going to be the biggest project I've I've ever done because it's going to be like 45 minutes. So basically it's my life and um, my past uh, dating life yeah and all into a 45 minute uh short film 
Wow. Yeah. Cool. So well, that's excited. <laughs> let us know how we can help you with that. We're very excited yes. to see. And yeah. Excellent. So maybe we can, that's how we can answer Austin's question of uh, what your ideal type of guy is, but who knows? Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you again so much, Linda, for your time. And thank you to our listeners for tuning in. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play, or check out coldteacollective.com for more pearls of wisdom. Thank Yay. you. Thanks for having me. Yay. <laughs> Thanks for tuning into our conversation with Linda Dong. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, newsletter, and follow us on social media at Cold Tea Collective for more pearls of wisdom.